listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with, wait for it, Gareth Richards and Steve Hall. Not one, not one interloper, but two. Yeah. Uh, you can still text us on 8.12.15 or follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio. I mean, oh, we won't know how to look at it. No. Got no, no idea. No, don't say that. <laughs> or you can email the show via the Absolute Radio website. So, yes, it is, um, it's a bit peculiar in that. I, I'd go so far as to say... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, so just behave yourselves. I don't want you getting drunk and going on about women being moody. <laughs> <laughs> I should say no, for Charlie, any... the producer won't like that. No, I should think if um, Charlie's a woman, I should. Yeah, say. Charlie's a woman, and I and that was ironic. <laughs> ironic. What Charlie's a woman? <laughs> what do you know that I don't? <laughs> Let's not list it now. Um, yes, yeah, so that it's so don't panic. It's not going to get all ladsy. I mean, they're too men, but they both wear spectacles. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's a compromise. It's, it's a compromise. I've only done a few of these when it's been all, all male. Oh. And uh, this is the more silly risk. We did one with Matt Ford once, and that, that oh, got wow. quite laddie. Yeah, that's yeah. quite male. Geezers. <laughs> no, I've, I don't think I've ever... I, I basically disapprove of it, I'll be <laughs> honest with you. Matt but Ford? No, I don't <laughs> disapprove of Matt Ford. <laughs> Um, I'm half the man Matt Ford is, so that's perfect. <laughs> Are you in what respect? Size. My, I like, <laughs> Matt Ford, if he's listening to this, will be honoured that he's been spoken of as if he's a household name. <laughs> um, Google him, if you don't know him. He's a very uh, funny political comedian, I think mm. he's a fair summary. I don't think he'd mind that. Well, we've been sitting around, you know, three lads sitting around together <laughs> chatting, so we've talked... First of all, um, we've worked out our first texting of the day. What is Foyle's War? <laughs> <laughs> We're all aware of it as a TV programme, but none of us have got a clue. <laughs> no. Isn't it odd how those things can be around in your mind, but not in your mind? Yeah, I... For me, it could be a reality show about trouble in bookshops. <laughs> What do you what do you think it was period drama? Something about cooking a chicken. <laughs> you <laughs> yeah. imagine um basting a turkey. Yeah. No, I think so I know I reckon it's a period drama something to do with a war. You think yeah. no, when you say the war, are you saying World War Two? Um are you oh. pushy are you making me <laughs> making my mind up? Well yeah, no. no I or World War One? No, World War Two. Well II. don't say the you. war <laughs> and then we find out it's World War One <laughs> and you say, Oh yeah, I meant that one. <laughs> Okay, I'm going World War Two. Okay, I'm hoping it could be about peacekeepers and that each year they get they successfully foil a war. Ah, oh, yeah, that could it's be just it. about the power I of diplomacy. I don't think that's what it is. I find that dra <laughs> dramas don't tend to go for punning titles the no, way yeah, um, that's true. You know the way uh, <laughs> other programmes do. Is that right? Mm, I think you're right. Okay, I mean Downton Abbey. Where's the where's the joke in that? <laughs> <laughs> Um, Rubbish. I mean, if you're going to give it a title. <laughs> At least Upstairs Downstairs had got a mm. sense of... Music to it. Yeah. So, um, I tell you what, I, um, I, I, my day started badly. I was, uh, I was about to moisturise. I've been speaking a bit about moisturising on the show just lately. <laughs> I am you? bringing out a book called Why I Moisturise. Do you know that? No. And, um... That's not, a, that's not a Geordie recommending people moisturise. 
why why I moisturise? <laughs> we've gone through. Yeah, that's usually the sort of thing. We've I gone see. through the pond ceiling already. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, old back lads. Um, I no. mean, it'll have to have like a waterproof or like some sort of protective cover. <laughs> what, why I yeah. No, because I'd never hand cream. <laughs> oh right. And I tend not to touch books with my face. <laughs> How ever. Do you- but how do you get the cream I've on your face? I've got loads of books. <laughs> I can't tell you how many books I've got at home. I can't think of one of them that I've touched with my face. <laughs> but but how not... do you apply it? Do you, do you just squeeze it from the tube just direct onto your, onto your head? That... Yes, yeah, so if, t- if you don't touch the cream with your hands, how does yeah. it get onto your do you, face? Do you have someone that does for you? No, that's a, it's a good point. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, had a, I had a death mask made, a, <laughs> admittedly a little prematurely a few years ago. I hate it when they do that during a gig. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> so an unusual just, poster for a tour. So I just fill that like a bird bath and put my face <laughs> in there. <laughs> seems to work. No, but this is the worst possible... It's not the worst possible start to a day. Don't send in and say, well, actually, I was killed in a car crash. <laughs> um, but I, um, I woke up and uh, I went to moisturise and I've got some simple moisturiser. Do you know it? Do you know simple? Simple, yes. 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 I'm not, I'm not name-checking it to get, don't send me any no. free stuff. It's not that good, to be <laughs> honest. Oh. Um, but anyway, it works, it works and it's, um, yeah, I'm allowed to say, I don't think they advertise on here, do they? Anyway, so... I, you've I, just been, you've just <laughs> negged simple moisturiser. I've negged simple. So I was, um, I was, um, reaching, there isn't much left. We really are near the end of the simple. And what I'd forgot to do, how annoying is this, I'd forgot to leave the bottle upside down. Mm. You know when you have to leave it upside down so it runs yeah. through yeah. to the cat? So I'd left it the right way up, Well, I don't have that kind of time. Mm. <laughs> so so uh, uh, I had to use um, a more substantial industrial moisturiser, and now I feel complex. Like my, my, in my mouth, <laughs> yeah, exactly, extremely complicated. <laughs> cool. And now my face is all over the place. I can't get a grip on it. Uh, <laughs> my face. You feel, is do you feel like holding a, a holding a thought? Is like holding a big fish. <laughs> Absolute. Absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Come on, talk. That's the job. <laughs> nice. I liked it. Yeah. Do you reckon if you work for Simple, if you if you if you get if you get handed the Simple contract and your name's Simon, you just have to immediately get rid of it? No, I think that that'd be, it'd be good, wouldn't it? Because people would just call you that. And, uh, That'd be you, the perfect job. Everybody wants to be a bit of a local character. Yeah. If you were, if you were simple and you weren't that good at your job, you know, you'd, but you know when you see people in a hat and you think they want to be a local character. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, at the, you know, at, at university or polytechnic or when you were doing B Tech, there was that bloke, that eighteen-year-old that wore a trilby, and he thought, yeah, "This yeah. is me made now. Yeah. People, people know me as." The bloke in the trilby. Yeah. There's people who used to go to music festivals with a feather duster, so that they'd stand, they? they'd stand out. And it was the early days. Ken Just Ken <laughs> It was just Ken yeah, It was when Gary Crowley used to present the beat, like early nineties, and oh. you'd see someone in a mosh pit with a wacky, multicoloured feather duster. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, d- I discovered. Is I'd that true? <laughs> I don't know. I used to see uh, Labrador dogs <laughs> in uh, red neckerchiefs <laughs> at uh, at festivals. I remember. 
Mm-mm. You see some terrible things at festivals, let's face it. <laughs> I don't... 8, 12, 15. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so... Uh, of, we had a. Um, did we have a? What happened? Uh, where is it? I, where I've, is been, it? I've been trying to. Sorry, I'm having to leave them. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I've been trying to cover it. I feel like it. a primary school teacher walking around with my holding the hands of the children at break time. <laughs> Can I go to the bathroom? Emily <laughs> <laughs> <How many> sheets. <laughs> That's what they used to say at my school. That's honestly what they used to say. Oh, and they'd what well, they'd give it to you like so, rationed yeah. going in. So you, they would so you had to call be, it because kids. If you if you put <laughs> if you put a kid in a let's not go too deep no, no. on a Saturday morning. But if you um, if you give a small kid at our school a toilet roll for some reason yeah. they have to throw it all round the <laughs> toilet <laughs> like that. Um, what's that creative gymnastic uh, gymnastics? Oh, ribbon gymnastics. No, I don't think yeah. it's called Rhythmic. that. Rhythmic, Rhythmic gymnastics. Yes. Ribbon gymnastics, did you? <laughs> I, thought, I thought that. Say what you see. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be great on catchphrase. You'd be one of those, it's good, but it's not right. It's not gym, it's jumpy, jumpy, bouncy bounce. That's what I call okay. it. <laughs> yeah, so it's, it, they used to do that. So they stopped giving us the whole... They took the, the toilet rolls out of the toilet. Mm. And you'd say, can I go to the toilet, miss? And they'd say, do you want to stand up or sit down? I'm not making this up. <laughs> and I'd say, sit down. And I'll have say, a go standing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then they'd say, how many sheets? And you had to go, right. Drinking <laughs> seven. seven. Seven and one for the pot. Did you pretend that you needed to sit down every time so you could sort of stash no, them away for a, no, like, a, like a squirrel gathering nuts? I didn't do that because I think there's a... Uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's an uncomfortable thing when you have to own up to that in any situation. There's a stigma attached <laughs> to mm. the sitting down. Yeah. The stigma of the dump. Yes, very good. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, I must make that the last part of the show, because we're not going to top that. <laughs> That's my... Oh, so, I've been trying to cover Frank's, um, uh, not Frank's, Al- Alan's uh, Friday Night Trawl. Oh, uh, yes. And, uh... He's had his unsuccessful sitcom on <laughs> Channel 4. <laughs> And so, uh, it's Mike. It's about fish, yeah. fisher, fishing community. <laughs> yeah. Of outsiders and... Mike in, uh, Mike in Beverly, which is possibly more information than anyone needs. Your kin, um, Beverly. Uh... Oh, sorry, oh, no. I, I thought she was a relative. Oh, no, no. Oh, I see. <laughs> so, yeah, Mike in Beverly <laughs> says... <laughs> no, no puns, and then... Oh, no, sorry, And no then pun. that comes in. You can dish it out, but you can't take it, <laughs> <can> he? <laughs> <laughs> You're quite right. Uh, Mike says, Morning all, uh, there is something lacking in households these days, the budgerigar. Everyone had one, where are they now? I think they still are, I think they're still around. They don't, they don't classify for the whatever happened to... I don't think... Well, here's a shout-out for them now. <laughs> 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 All over Britain, they'll be their little ears. <laughs> Is that right? Do they? <laughs> so yeah, some do, sort of strange right. lump, yeah, some, at the, sort of some feathered yeah. r- feathered rise at the side of their heads will be twitching <laughs> when they hear that. Absolute noise. budgie. I bet you, if we said, and we're not, I don't think we should do this because it's a bit um, capital. <laughs> if, we, if we said, <laughs> if we said texting, if you got a budgie, guy, we'll get two hundred texts in the next ten minutes. Oh. And uh, I don't want to take the money from the people. <laughs> <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We've had a, a, a Jazzy Blue eighty um, has uh, tweeted to say, "Surely sh- you should be asking people to tweet in if they have a budgie." 
Now that's good, isn't it? <laughs> no, that's is good. Good point. And I'm pleased. I'm not, it's not up there with stigma of the <laughs> but it's it's in the surround. It's in the same postcode. I mean, it's not it's not in city centre. They've gone mad for stig of the dump on the text. Lots of lovely feedback. Thank you, eight seven seven. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Stigma. Yeah, you said stig. Oh, did I not? Did I? Oh, sorry, <laughs> you've killed it already. I've killed it. It's dead. <laughs> um, you, so that's, you know what that is? That is joke rage. <laughs> <laughs> when one sabotage. <laughs> when one comedian is <laughs> another comedian, do a really good joke. They laugh, but that that joke rage inside. <laughs> they think, oh, why don't you feel really poorly, Sue? <laughs> no, I love the stig of the toilet joke, and um, so <laughs> <laughs> it really works. Um, Faye Scheiber um, said. Fun? Faye Scheiber okay. on tweet. Oh, sorry, I thought it was. Uh, I thought it was some sort of Hebrew <laughs> greeting. <laughs> <laughs> um, she said, um, well, "For the moisturiser, cut the bottom of the bottle off near the end, and there's loads left in there." Yeah, but don't you still have to wait for it to make its almost endless journey? That slow creep down the wall <laughs> of the bottle. <laughs> no, what, so what you do? You start with the very end, and then you scrape that out, and then do another layer. And just keep going down the layers of the um I see where you're coming tube. from. Yeah, that's what I Okay, I'll try that then. I must um, have look for my bathroom scissors. <laughs> <laughs> you know those heavy duty so, so they're secateurs more yeah. than anything else I keep in the For the, the air. Bath. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um I tell you another thing I did. I, I took I've I had about Twelve little bits of soap. You know, you know when soap gets <laughs> yeah. to that small thing yeah. where you just can't do anything. You can't, you can't hold mm. on to it. Mm. So I just keep leaving them. Cause I used to have. I, now this is something from people who've been reading this show for a long time. Well, might know that um, I'm talking, of course, about the novelizations that are published <laughs> <laughs> after each show. Uh, that many years ago, uh, somebody sent me a. Um, it was a it was a bit of a man in the iron mask soap uh, thing. It was a it was a, something that you put those little bits in and you tighten the. So- this is how I'm remembering it. I might have added. Right. Sec- you tighten the sort of wing knot, and this thing closed on the uh, mm-hmm. soap, and you left it in water like that. And when you released it a couple of days later, a new bar of soap had been formed of the squeezed small wow. bits. So like a Frankenstein's monster of soap. Yeah. And, um, I, th- and this is this is an age thing. I, I think I had one. <laughs> or I might just have heard about one. <laughs> or I might have dreamt there was yeah. one. You might have invented it. <laughs> it's, it's, I don't know which one it was. I mean, yeah. this is the age of multiple choice. Um, so, yes, it was one of those things. Yeah. So, anyway, I didn't do that. I just threw them all down the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> I threw about, in the end, about, I went down around all, all of my bathrooms <laughs> in my house... Which, I mean, obviously is quite a journey. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I threw them all down. And, uh... Well, that's good. That, that feels like a vengeance on, like, you go, make me count the number of sheets I'm using now. Yes. Well, no, I left, I left them there for a bit. And I thought, they're going to clean that part of the toilet where we never g- go. Mm. We can't even see. <laughs> Hardly and, ever go into that bit of the toilet. <laughs> no, I don't go. I never put my arm down the toilet like <laughs> James Herriot with an expectant bovine. Um, so I left them down there for a bit. I could mm. see them down there looking Oh, they didn't up at go me. away. I could see them until it, it became so mm. cloudy I could no longer <laughs> see them. 
Um, it was that they were doing it, not me. Mm. And then, uh, and then I flushed, and I had an idea, you know, that some sewage worker in a few weeks' time would go down the sewers, and somebody say, oh, "Was it down there?" He'd say, "Well, <laughs> got to be straight with you. It was absolutely speaking <laughs> Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> you could have had your dinner off the off those walls." <laughs> And that's a lovely way to do it. So I urge you people with little bits of soap, get them down the toilet. <laughs> Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. So we've um, had a text in from Ian Angel. Oh, um, Ian Angle. Angle, is that a person? Not, yes, it's a... It's, he's, he... he's, he's, <laughs> I know, he will have heard me uh, raving about Steve's pawn and he would have thought no one out pawns. <laughs> Alright, he's going to go for a topper. Yeah. So brace yourself. <laughs> um, Hold on, let's get me seatbelt on. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Ian Angle said, surely it should be called Stinkma of the Dump. <laughs> no, Ian. No, <laughs> oh, that's... Uh, <laughs> no, that's <laughs> I don't know why that felt like a suitable <laughs> response. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it worked for me. Never mind, I like when he yeah, joins no, in. No, it's nice to join in. Um, 715 has said, get a little soap presser, combining all the little soaps together, you get a wonderful rainbow soap. And then they said, oh, Frank's beaten me to it. No, no, <laughs> but, but that, at least proves yes. it wasn't a dream. Yeah, it's <laughs> the real thing. Okay. And um, rain rainbow soap, that's a lovely image. Hmm. It is, yeah. If only we'd had that ready for Pride, which was about three weeks ago. Mm. That would have been... No, giving out soap, probably people would have thought that was a bit... Yeah, no, they're very clean, those guys. Oh, no. That's why they don't give them soap. Get mm. it? Yeah, no. What, we open some sort of soap kitchen? <laughs> 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 that is a good idea. Yeah, yeah, soap kitchen. No, yeah. I don't think that you couldn't do that. Because <laughs> <laughs> the homeless queue up yeah. and they say, guess what, here's some soap. That would be the most <laughs> insulting thing you could do. But to give them some simple yeah. moisturiser. Mm. This is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. You know the butterfly effect? You're aware of that? Uh, I, I don't think I know that. I should... You I'd, do. I'd, you don't, I, you don't know it. I genuinely don't the know it. The idea if I went into the, um, You know, when you go into a cocoon... <laughs> no, not that. And then... What? The if, oh, is this as in chaos theory? If I went into the ancient past and stepped on a... I think it's based on a Ray Bradbury short story. So you go into the past, you step on a, a butterfly, <laughs> and then when you come back, you... You've, you, it's yeah. a dictatorship and oh, you speak yes, a different yes, language yeah. and just changing that one thing. Well, I went into Waterstones, the bookshop, mm. and I have I have a £50 book voucher that's burning a hole in my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> I've been keen to spend it for a while, so I went in there. So I picked up three books, The Hatred of Poetry, I don't know if you're aware of, it's sort of a long essay, and then a, a biography of the Caesars called Dynasty and um, a Hemingway collection. Hmm. I went up to the counter, and it was one of these things where the woman was on the phone to someone who was inquiring right. about something. Now, I know this has, I'm sure, been said before, but I do think if, you're, if you've turned up in person, there should be some sort of priority. Yeah. Don't yeah, you think? Yeah. If I was on the phone to a bookshop and someone said, actually, there's a, there's a person who I can physically 
contact mm. standing in front of me. I want to put you on hold. I'd be fine with that. Because I'd have thought, well, I'm sitting at home. No, I'm not going to be in a phone box anymore. Those days are gone, <laughs> unless I'm uh, urinating in the early hours. <laughs> so, um, anyway, th the phone call went on and on and on and on. And in the end, I just... I, I left the books on the counter and walked away. Now, I didn't do the big sigh. I didn't... I, mm. oh, I didn't do one of those, because I'm not that bad a person. But since, it has really nagged at me. And this is what's nagged at me, I think, that one of that one or all of those books may have changed my life mm. in some ah. way. Now, I don't feel I can go back and buy them now, because I've built them up so much in the missing of them. Right. That, I mean, they can't possibly live up to what I'm... for their absence, if you mm. know what I mean. So... So, publishing houses, we're asking for some freebies. No, I'm not. I'm not asking for freebies. I'm just... I'm saying that Waterstones may, uh, have done the butterfly. They may, have, they may have ruined my life. And this wouldn't have happened in Foyle's War. No. Well, I'm start <laughs> I think this is what... The whole physical books world, mm. since they've repelled the e-book invasion... You know, which, I don't know if you remember that, in Return of the Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that maybe they've got a bit, um, a bit cocky. Because, you know, e-book sales have I've dropped. plummeted, yeah. Yeah, and real books. So, but honestly, I, it's nagging. I keep thinking, I bet that would have been a brilliant book. Oh, just imagine myself reading it. It's really yeah. properly upset me. I know there's little comedy in this. I mean, thing. I think you sh uh, It is a tra I feel your pain. That is, it yeah, is a yeah. tragedy. I and do you and feel now as well that yeah. if you read them now, then you go, maybe if I'd have read this a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, exactly, because <laughs> I, read, I read, it was a specific yeah. time in my life. <laughs> yeah. Oh, funny, like I, I read this on Thursday. <laughs> Things would have been different. The author of The Hatred of Poetry can now start a, some sort of hate campaign against Waterstones. Can, the that can be the there. Hatred. The hatred yeah, that of could be the next one, yeah. yeah that can be. What if I'd just thrown them at the woman on the phone before <laughs> I went there? <laughs> Or gone to the loo and said, I'm taking eight sheets. <laughs> <laughs> Two from this book. <laughs> Two from I'm, this. I'm finishing on a season. I'm taking four <laughs> from the Hemingway. <laughs> One from each novel. <laughs> this is Frank Skinner. I'll tell you what I noticed about I was listening to uh, another um, radio show the other oh, day. Oh, oh, what? Another radio show. Okay. And, um, I'll tell you what they have. They have features. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like features, and now we're going to do, and it's like that. Mm. They do that. Yeah. And I thought, that's good, that. It's <laughs> 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 quite a good idea. So I thought I'd try and introduce a feature mm. now. Uh, and I'm going to call it um, Infrequently Asked Questions. No, good, right. good. It's got yeah, a good no, start. It's good. And I also thought... Um, Gareth, when can you come and do another gig? Self-deprecating, I'm awesome. Self-deprecating and slightly petulant. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so it's... Uh, Yes, I also thought of a jingle for it. Are you familiar with the Wings track, which I believe is called Mamunia? <laughs> no, no, no. Mamunia, 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 whoa. Is that a word? Mamunia. I, I think it must, must be someone's <laughs> name. If anyone knows why there's a Wings track called Mamunia, <laughs> let me know. But it works with infrequently, infrequently, 
infrequently asked questions, infrequently, <laughs> infrequently asked questions now. And then mm. you do it, you yeah. see. Right. So here's the, my first infrequently <laughs> asked question. Okay, and here it, here it goes. Did anyone in the Wild West ever die because a bullet that had um, been fired into the air in celebration <laughs> came down sometime uh -huh. later? What do you that think? An interesting. I I would imagine it. I I know it's a it's a in it's a thing that happens because it's quite a regular thing at weddings in uh, Is it? in the Middle East, uh, and it's a genuine thing that happens. I know there are. I've done it. <laughs> it feels more bleak. Because yeah. it happens, but, but it is... And there's a scene in Love and Death, Woody Allen fires a gun in the air. Yeah, I don't think we should it, take that as... Uh, <laughs> 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 so, but it has happened. Right. It's and, happened and not in the Wild West, in the... Uh, wild in the Wild Middle East, yes. <laughs> and okay. do you know there are actual examples of that? Yeah, so they try and... That's I, bad I, I think, I think it's been a thing where they ask, sort of go, can you please stop firing your guns <laughs> in the air at weddings? How oh, long right. do they stay up there? I mean, could it be like the next... You know those places, like, if it was a registry office, <laughs> you could be three weddings later... <laughs> and you turn up, and suddenly you've got a hole right through the middle of you, like some sort of bead. <laughs> I, I mean, don't some, mean the venerable bead. <laughs> some weddings I've been to, I'd be grateful for it. <laughs> yeah, you're just looking up, <laughs> looking up in the air, longingly, <laughs> hanging around where we did the shooting. No, but if you fired upwards, that bullet. I always imagined mm. they went into outer space. Right, <laughs> cowboys but, and aliens. <laughs> yeah, but well, anyway. I don't know if it's mm. been a very satisfactory. So you've, you've well, definitely we can, heard we of can cases. do some experiments. Yes. Okay. No, I'm Steve. Is, uh, yeah. No, Steve. Uh, if it happened, if it happens in the Middle East, no, it must have happened in the Wild West. Yeah. There. Perhaps that's why they wore those hats. That's why the hats had dents in the top. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. We've sorted it. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. This is the Frank Skinner Show on Absolute Radio. This morning with Steve Hall and Gareth Richards. In no particular order, can I point out. You can uh, text the show on 81215, follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio, email the show via the Absolute Radio website. Um, so we've had some conflicting um, tweets about your... Uh, I can't remember the exact, not very often asked question. <laughs> Infrequently, yeah. Infrequently See, asked questions. It's, it's because it's usually <laughs> frequently. Yeah. The IA, okay. IAQs. Yeah. So, um, um, if only I could get an R in there, it could be like Iraq. Infrequently. Rarely. Infrequently, brackets, rarely, ask questions. <laughs> mm. I accuse. Yeah, I like it's like, I accuse you. Yes. I accuse it's you. It's a bit of... like uh, Jacques <laughs> as well. <laughs> um, and so you are. Yeah, so the theory was yeah. it, when cowboys and often Mexican banditos <laughs> fired bullets into the air, did anyone ever perish fr from them coming down again? And when Steve's in weddings in the Middle East, you reckon that did happen quite often? I, I believed so, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so we've had um, the. The boy hoy says that, um, and this is from Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> he says it isn't fast enough to penetrate human flesh. Not a brain box. Saw it on Mythbusters. Um, it isn't fast <laughs> enough on the way down. So that's yeah. what he says, but then there's a conflicting one where it says, um, Mythbusters tested the bullet in the air thing. I don't really know what Mythbusters is. I'm suggesting it's a television it's a, program. Yeah, it's a, they just, they test stuff like this. Yeah, I mm. thought it was a, a marriage bureau um, started by Chris Eubank. 
um, she, he, um, and someone else says, Mythbusters te- tested the bullet in the air thing. Firing straight up won't kill you, but a slight angle can. A slight angle. So, so, do they mean, like, exactly, if it's, like, 90 degrees into the air, though, that's, but if it's 89... Well I, well, I guess something going straight down might get up less speed than something that's coming at a bit of an angle and so has do less... Do you guess that? Yes, that what is, is what I guess. What is the basis of your guessing? Oh, it just seems right. No, <laughs> just come seems on. seems right. It could be, um, if you wanted <laughs> to, um, f- clamp on, clamp down on drugs... If Chris Eubank wanted to clamp down on <laughs> drugs amongst female teachers, Mythbusters. Mythbusters. Yeah. yeah that's, that's better, that's better. We'll leave it there. In the end, it was lose the first it's, um, <laughs> oh, it's live, you say. Doesn't oh. <laughs> What, you mean all that stuff about... <laughs> what, the toilet paper? Oh. <laughs> Okay. But you're well, right, I've never seen that in a Western. No one's ever just so bri- I dropped what, dead for no reason. What would be brilliant in a Western? <laughs> you know when in a situation where the bad guy's got his clicking, about to click the, the, the trigger and, and you've got no hope, there's no way out for the hero, you think they can't get out of this, mm. and then suddenly <laughs> he drops and then you, you realise it's a stitch back to that mad shooting in the air bit that he'd yeah. done earlier. That'd be a brilliant bit in a film. It would. Especially if you really, like, have them shoot in the air for quite a long time. Yeah, he makes yeah. a big thing <laughs> yeah. about it. And it's, and it's actually that bloke doing yeah. it. <laughs> so he's, he's hoisted by his own heta. And, and maybe there can be a thing where there was a particular bullet that the hero's father gave him that had its initials on and oh, the baddie stole it and then shot that stolen. up into the air. And then that is the very bullet that what, killed and then, him. So when he drops, he then goes probing a bat <laughs> in his head. <laughs> yeah, he digs it yeah, out we of should, his... We should get out of here while we can. <laughs> just a minute. <laughs> just going to check. Just the... get the top of this head. <laughs> <laughs> I must take a souvenir. Yes. Hold on a minute. I could do with some lead for my uh, fishing <laughs> thing. I'll just get this. Hold on a minute. This is the um, bullet that my uh, <laughs> granddad uh, oh, made oh, out of his yeah. old fillings. That's a great ending for a movie. <laughs> I'm going to yeah. fill you full of lead and then extract the lead again because I'm very yeah. frugal that way. Exactly. I'm going to fill you for a, full of lead. Brackets <laughs> temporarily. <laughs> You've been watching the the Western Waste Not Want Not. <laughs> uh, has, any, has anyone seen me magnet? <laughs> Does that work? Is on lead, lead magnetic. I don't, I don't know. Oh. We'll find out. If you text in, is lead magnetic on um, eight twelve fifteen. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I received a um, a gold record for Three Lions yesterday. Wow. Like Signed by Sir Jeff Hurst. Wow. It's all very... Fantastic. Cool. A massive, big display case. Pictures of Bobby Moore with the World Cup. Because he's in the video, isn't he? Don't you? Isn't he at the pub? Je- you, like, you, you look over your shoulder yeah. at the pub. Yeah. yeah. But this is actually celebrating the 66 victory. It's a it's a whole um, mixture of six mm. six base football things. Lovely though. Yeah, um, nice. It's going to spoil my chances of being on through the keel. <laughs> 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 uh, 
Um, have you been following the um, American? I've told you, th- I'm not following Al. We just go. We leave <laughs> at the morning in the same time. You know, she, <laughs> she's paranoid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Yes. No, I was saying, have you been following the political? Um, shenanigans yeah. in america yeah so they've had the that irish family that in yeah. boston <laughs> the um <laughs> the, the, the 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 democratic convention has been happening yes <laughs> can you say that as if you've perhaps once said it before <laughs> yeah I, I really tried do you remember um last time i was on the show i think it was last time or one of the with you anyway yeah um you mentioned brexit oh yeah and you'd never heard of i'd it. never heard of it what happened with all of that well <laughs> didn't turn out that well oh <laughs> <laughs> um so anyway so, yeah, so um, i think um uh, hillary clinton has um accepted the nomination the, the nomination <laughs> the nomination and um barack obama did a big speech for her Mm. Uh, the saying that he thought she would be a good president for I the next one. I think he might have been teeth white now. Really? I don't think his teeth used to be that white. Well. I mean, already he's thinking about the public appearance. <laughs> yeah, they were really... I mean, I know, I, I admit I have teeth white, and so I recognise... So you're sign. saying that for being president of the United States, he thought, I can wipe my <laughs> teeth later. Be fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but for the... No, I think circuit. you don't want to, them to be too white when you're president because right. you want the working people to be able to identify <laughs> with you. <laughs> That's it. Oh, interesting. He said, um, one of, he said, I say with confidence, there has never been a man or a woman, not me, not Bill, not any, but not nobody. <laughs> not <laughs> nobody. Misplaced <laughs> confidence <laughs> in his own grammar. He didn't say Have that. you seen his grammar? Lovely old lady. <laughs> not me, not Bill. Nobody more qualified than Hillary Clinton to serve as President of the United States of America. Yes. And everyone cheered. But I think him and Bill Clinton would be more qualified than her. Why? Because they've already done the job. <laughs> like, whenever you no. go for a job, it's no, always no, someone what? who's already basically done the job before that gets the job. Yeah, but he meant when <laughs> they became... <I'm> <laughs> when they became President, he meant... Really? Yes. Oh, OK. Of course it's he did. I suppose it could mean like that. Silly. <laughs> and the big end to the speech was that, um... Hillary came out, came out yes. at the end. That was a big surprise. <laughs> it was. He kept that quiet. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it sort of explains Bill's behaviour a bit more. <laughs> and the haircut. No. No, no, I mean, no, she just came out from behind... No, she came on stage. She came out from behind, <laughs> um, Barack Obama. She was, <laughs> she she'd been doing that thing when you put your arms under their armpits and do all the... I wondered why he lit a cigarette and had a, had a drink and stopped. <laughs> it lo- did look awkward. I couldn't work it out. That would have been brilliant. Yeah. Especially that bit when she made him teeth whiten. <laughs> <laughs> now, so she came out, it was a very big... They hugged like there was no tomorrow. Now, the hug, I found... I thought it was a pretty good hug. Yeah, it was. It seemed genuine to me. What about that mm, for a... I'm yeah. sticking my neck out there. But the fact that it seemed genuine sort of made me think it was quite rehearsed and they'd really thought about I'm it. I'm sure yeah. that's true. Because there were a number of decisions I think they made. So, firstly... She went over the top. <laughs> you know when you hug? Yeah. There's an underneath person. Unless you do 
one arm over, one arm under. But usually there's an over the hug person oh, and yeah, an un- yeah, under the, the hug yeah, person. Yeah, who has the, the, the higher there's a, there's arms. a top and a bottom. <laughs> there is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, it's like if you imagine <laughs> the arms as, as bands, mm. she went upper band and he went yes, lower yeah. band. Now, Hillary's five foot six. I haven't been upper band since <laughs> I toured with the Spice Girls in 1991. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right to smoke in here. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yes, that's true. And, uh, she's that, five, and he's six foot one. So that's, so, but it's sort of saying, just don't yeah. think because she's the woman, she has to take the lower band yeah, yeah, on her yeah. hog. She, and she is the one who's taking over, so she gives the, and it's quite maternal, and yeah. it's like, okay, I'm in charge. And if, but if he had gone over the top, it would have been like, ah, little Hillary. No, what they <laughs> should have done, they should have started <laughs> with little Hillary. Yeah. And then had he, he could have had the upper band. <laughs> yeah. And then she could have reached up. <laughs> and that would, that would, no, but that would have suggested <laughs> yeah, the, the taking, taking over. Yeah. Maybe they been. should have done it. What if he'd gone she up? Just, she just ran at him and he catches <laughs> her in the air. <laughs> but if she'd have gone up, up higher to say, I'm going to be the next president, mm. and then he'd have thought, but hold on, I'm still president, so he'd have gone higher. And then it was like a fabulous cross between the totem pole <laughs> and the Indian rope trick <laughs> as they actually levitated to try and get <laughs> yeah. the, the upper arm. I think that would be a Not good the trick. upper hand, but the upper <laughs> arm. Know. Yes, we'll come back to this. Um, let's face it, you don't often hear a hog this, this analysed. <laughs> I think it's fair to say. Not out of a courtroom. <laughs> <laughs> as I said, we're just walking in the same direction. We were talking about the um, the hug between Barack yeah. Obama and Hillary Clinton. Is the the thing I didn't find the hug so awkward. The thing that I really found awkward was when he lifted her <coughs> arm what? in the he air. He didn't lift her off the ground. <laughs> <laughs> and they tried and swung her out. <laughs> when he put her on his shoulders, that seemed <laughs> out of place. What if he? What would have happened to the Hillary's chances if he'd have picked her up, swung her <laughs> round and round? One of his shoes had, had <laughs> flew off, and the stiletto heel had gone into the eye of a child. <laughs> <laughs> Even though that would have, that couldn't possibly be anything, that wouldn't be her fault. I don't think she'd be, I think she'd lose millions of votes because of that, just because of her association. And then a bullet suddenly landed on <laughs> <Yeah>. someone's nose. <laughs> <laughs> Obama, he sort of lifted her arm up, but he didn't quite have it properly, so it was, it was like his, his, he had to sort of half rotate his wrist kind of upside down uh-huh. and had her awkwardly. So it was more like if, when, when you're taking a baby to the toilet. Oh, uh, yeah. And it's, when you're taking a toddler to the loo and they're sort of a bit stubborn, it felt like he'd sort of... And it, it looked like they hadn't rehearsed it, like he'd got carried away. I'm sure they planned everything. I thought it would have been great if he'd raised her arm. She had a massive sweat patch. <laughs> and he was saying, is this what you're going to vote for? Or just pointed <laughs> at it? Well, I'd love to get Emily's opinion on, on uh, what Hillary was wearing, because I, I thought she I'll was sort of rocking a, a slightly a North Korean look. There was a sort well, of Kim Jong ill-fitting uh, suit. There was a bit of very good... <laughs> Very good. <laughs> um, well, I noticed Theresa May's going for that kind of trouser suit. I think that, um, you know, I've long on this show been um, talking about the, uh, the communism as, a, as an art form. You know, I like um, mass marches yeah. and with, um, m- mainly with uh, missiles. <laughs> but those kind of everyone wearing the same suit, I think, is, uh, is a good thing. And now uh, women leaders have started doing it. Mm. 
Yeah, a little bit Star Trek, I thought, the suit. Although yeah, I saw yeah, Angela yeah. Merkel in a blue crush velvet cat suit split to the waist. <laughs> <laughs> which yeah. I'm not totally sure she carried off. Yeah. Uh. I enjoyed the shots of Clinton when when uh, o Obama and Hillary were really hugging. There were mm -hmm. just a few shots of Bill. Yeah, uh, as if the camera was saying, "Oh, let's yeah. check if it's well, all right with well, it William." Like, yeah, well, it was like he, she, it was like she was turning to him, going, "The tables are turned now." <laughs> just that if she gets in, there'll just be hot male interns <laughs> everywhere. Who was that um, fleeing for their lives? Yeah. <laughs> who was that Mark millionaire who um, got involved with cricket? What was he called? And he oh Stanford. He staged a million-dollar game between England and the West Indies, and there was one point where the England wicketkeeper looked up at the stands, and his wife was sitting on the millionaire's <laughs> lap. <laughs> <laughs> and there was genuine concern in his face. I love that. <laughs> well, I think Hillary's got a mountain to climb. Sherpa tents in 1953. <laughs> so that's uh, my quote of the morning. And relax. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's there's choices that you make with a hug. So they went for eyes closed. Yes, for the hug. Did they? Yeah, that's intimate. Well, yes, but also eyes open can be a bit <laughs> awkward. Yeah, yeah. Like we well, oh, don't look at each other. Oh, no. You tend to look over the shoulder, don't you, for a hug? Um, I think I don't know. I think if you, it depends no. what your expression is. If I you look scared, that's not good. I think <laughs> hug look, hugging women. You have to look happy. Hugging women generally mm. is, is a, it's a minefield. Yeah, like whether you smell the hair. <laughs> so what's yeah. what are your? Whether you just lick the hair. <laughs> what's the worst? What's what's your worst performance in a hug? I well, think we'll have to come back to this because I have an obligation to play music. But, um, can I tell you I've been <laughs> instructed in the art of hugging. Wow. I, honestly, I've had, <laughs> I have had proper coaching in it, so mm. maybe that will help. This is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. You were going to tell us about this hug training you received. Well, I'm going to tell, I'm not necessarily <laughs> the next thing that happens. I, I once witnessed you... Involved in uh, the most awkward hug I've ever I've ever seen. In Can I get a lawyer in please before we discuss Look, anything? I was, I was just walking in the same direction. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a couple of years ago, we did a we did a radio thing for a, a different station. If we're, if we're allowed to say that on air, did we? and uh, uh, and uh, we were in a the, where we recorded it. There was a public. You've uh, got the right person. Yeah, yeah <laughs> this will come back to you as I. Okay. As I that, um, it was mm -hmm. uh, a, a, <coughs> the other. The other guest on was David Mitchell, and where we were gathered after the recording. I'll was do a the voice area. if you want. I can be <laughs> David Mitchell. Uh, Hello, Frank and Steve. It's lovely to see you all here. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, I, I think we can reenact. Yeah, we're on the radio on this other channel <laughs> that I've never heard of before. I think I have, Frank. Uh, you don't seem to be aware you're even here. <laughs> you met Steve before. Oh, you're completely ignoring him. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And uh, we were the, where we were after the recording. It was a public area, so there were people who hadn't been at the recording. I think I have. And a, a bloke came up to uh, came up to Frank and, and was like, "Oh my god, I love you so much. I want to, I want a photo," and immediately put you in a mild headlock. Um, and you had to sort of say something like, I could do without the headlock, which, when you're posing for a photo, I think is a reasonable request on your part. So, makes a change so, from cheese. So the photo was this bloke <laughs> in the middle, flanked by uh, Frank and David Mitchell. 
and then the photo was taken, the bloke really loudly went, I can't believe I've had my photo taken with Frank Skinner and Ian Hislop. <laughs> yeah. And Ow. the look yeah, the look on Paul Mitchell's face. Paul Mitchell. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry if I missed no, something. Um, David Mitchell. Paul. Poor David, no, poor oh, David Mitchell. Oh, Mitchell. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, well, I I Paul Mitchell. Oh, no, Paul, no, 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 I was, was sympathising. Oh, I'm going to have to rinse, I'm going to have to rinse out. <laughs> <laughs> but it was the combination of the headlock. Oh, oh. <laughs> the headlock okay. followed by... No, I do remember that. I don't like a headlock, generally. I find it, um, restricting. My <laughs> problem with the woman is, once I'm aware of bra strap, I feel I've encroached. Yeah. If I actually feel the clasp, <laughs> I just think, oh, no, this is not my area. <laughs> now, the days when you could just twang them playfully, they've gone. <laughs> I, so I, I don't like that. I find myself hogging women from a greater and greater <laughs> distance. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so it looks more like um, one of those uh, shin-kicking <laughs> contests you get in country fairs. Perhaps using a pair of back-scratchers... Yeah, as, like, extended I arms. I would, I'd be glad to do <laughs> that, to have, like, two <laughs> marigolds <laughs> on yeah. that. Because otherwise, I think... So, yeah. I'm always imagining that the woman is thinking, oh, he's taken advantage of <laughs> that He's pressing mm. my, my bust into his chest. Yeah. And I don't want anyone thinking that about me. Is All that? right? All right? Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> 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 what's, what's your uh, what's your most awkward? I I've hug? got I've got photographic evidence of my because I I think it was a, I was a uni at summer ball, and I had a photo taken with this girl who I was friends with nothing more, mm -hmm. um, and because it was a ball everyone was wearing like dress like dresses with like off the shoulder dresses yes so I had a hat my hand round her my arm round her. <laughs> And my hand on her naked shoulder. Yeah, that's. I think that's. It is okay, but I, it's like how much of if you're going to put palm to. I felt I was young enough at the time that I found that. So I made a fist. Oh, <laughs> so <laughs> rather than actually touch her nakedness no, with I my hand, I, I made a fist, and it doesn't make. It makes for an extremely awkward photograph. <laughs> That was that was sensitive because mm. no one wants actual fingertips on a bare shoulder. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they didn't wear, let me wear the latex gloves. No, <laughs> but it is. I'm just going to start bowing to women. <laughs> well, I, I was. I went to a. Um, it was a meditation centre kind of place called Osho Leela in Dorset, mm. and we were taught how to hog there, and in quite quite a. It was a, quite a proper method. Been talking about hugs. El Gordo uh, has tweeted to say every hug story is an awkward hug story. I'm British, for God's sake. Well, I know yeah, what he I'm means. Big, I'm a big hugger. Yeah, you I are quite. You, you are a. You are a big hugger. I hugged another comedian recently, and I thought we hug each other. And he looked at me as if to say, "What on earth are you doing?" Was that this morning when I arrived? <laughs> 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 oh, no, it's. Uh, I, I like it. I once, um, I, I must have told you about when I, I met Arnold Schwarzenegger and he offered me a low five. <laughs> and I've never, I'd never seen a low five before, so I bent at an angle and, and shook the hands sort of sideways. <laughs> I thought it was a sort of sideways handshake. <laughs> and he was, he was just, um, 
in, unsympathetic, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I once um, I once hugged Jonathan Ross on television. Did you? And we were we were on a very bad show. And we were in the background. Was and it, it was pitch invasion. <laughs> was David Mitchell there? Oh, stop it! Now. <laughs> <laughs> there was an awareness that I think there was an awareness that the show we'd been on was quite bad. We were sort of stood awkwardly as the presenters wrapped it up. We were stood there, my old sketch show, and and, and Jonathan was stood there. So he hugged all of us, and it was it was like the eyes were closed. It was an eyes closed hug, just. <laughs> hoping that this recording would be over as soon as possible. Well, when I was taught out to hog, this was what mm. it was, that you thread your legs in between there, so it should be, if you can imagine a sandwich, <laughs> it's their leg, your leg, their leg, your leg. Do you know what I mean? Right. So you, you're locked like that. And mm. then the idea is, as you breathe out, they breathe in. Mm. So you sort of, as your right. stomach goes out, their stomach goes in and so you join together like... Are you sure this wasn't the Karma Sutra live? <laughs> no, no, we did the Karma Sutra, I think it was two days later. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't a joke. Um, <laughs> no, you worked up to it. And um, so that's it. So you're holding them very tight, your legs right. are locked. As I breathe out, they breathe in. So it's... it's and, uh, and, and that's how you do it. And at the end, he said one thing, he said, uh, no patting. <laughs> and I'd slightly <laughs> patted the back. You know you right. slightly pat yes. the back when you said, no, yeah. we don't do that. Not even if they've got wind. <laughs> No, <laughs> definitely not. If got wind. Because you're breathing the wind in oh, and out yeah, of them. If you, uh, how do you know my man? <laughs> how do you know who breathes out and who breathes in? Well, you have what to. You know, you? I think one of you has to take the lead. It's a bit okay. like dancing. You know, it's like when two men <laughs> dance. Yeah. Yes, when one two men <laughs> dance. Um, one of you has to decide who's going to lead. Breathe out. <laughs> <laughs> Absolute. Absolute Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I was a massive Elvis Costello fan, and I met him with his um, then partner, uh, Cot, who used to be a pogue. Hmm. And um, I kissed her, and she went, oh, no! <laughs> and it was, like, so mortifying, because wow, I, I felt like a grim opportunist. But also, it was like, it's involved... I was with Elvis Costello, and I was really excited, and I felt like I'd made the worst faux pas ever. I sort of phoned him to apologise after. We'd seen worse, because <laughs> I didn't have her number. So right. phoning him was like, you know, I'd, I'd damaged his property <laughs> in some way. That felt even... Oh, it was <laughs> terrible. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's that's the thing that ruins hugs for me is um, my uh, my mother-in-law is a delightful lady, <laughs> but she's fond of a, when what should be a hug she's fond of a kiss on the lips as part oh. of a hug. And I've talked the various partners of of my wife's siblings all have the same thing that that Libby Gregory is a is a she's a lovely lady but mm. she's a lip kisser. Libby yeah. Gregory, I know. <laughs> 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 so, uh, yeah. It ends up it, you sort of end up developing St Vitus dance trying to die, duck and weave your mm. way out of a of a lip kiss. I, I don't... I can't think of anyone who I lip-kiss. Well, I can't think of anyone. <laughs> <laughs> Simple as that. Just slip some tongue next time, that's my no. advice. No. Do that again. No. Well, what yeah. a good thing is don't slip some tongue. Have a little bit of liver in your mouth. <laughs> and put it in so she's shocked that you've slipped some tongue. And then when you withdraw and it's still there, you might... And if then. you're lucky, if it works really well, you might get a faint. <laughs> Not that I believe in fainting, of course, as a phenomenon. Well, I, on the Hillary thing, though, I once saw um, this a, a senior American politician, and he was sort of visiting these local congressmen type, and they got on stage, and he held his arm up the way Obama mm. 
mm. held um, Hillary's arm up. And he leaned across, and he was a bit too close to the microphone, and you heard him say, it's, it's the symbolism we're after. Absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with, with um, Steve Hall and Gareth Richards. I, well done. That was, uh, <laughs> took a moment to come there, but it you did. remembered. Um, uh, you can text the show on <laughs> 8 12 15, follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio, email the show via the Absolute Radio website. Uh, we've had a tweet from Paul Hodson. Uh, who says, great to hear uh, Frank quoted on uh, BBC Radio 4 Today Thought for the Day programme. Hashtag you've arrived. So uh, I was quoted on Thought for Today. For the, thought for the Day. Um, I think I you'll find that Frank arrived some time ago. I know. So. Indeed, Paul. <laughs> no. but, um, I think so I've, ju- I've, I've been rapidly I've looking it up does. in response to the tweet. <laughs> I believe I believe t- this morning's Thought for the Day, you're across the channels. This is yes. great, across the different stations. Not, um, very, it was a not gentle- very topical, what, with the, the Brexit thing. <laughs> It's a gentleman called Jasveer Singh who was talking about uh, it being the 50th anniversary of Britain, of England's World Cup win. Yes. So I, I haven't been able to find what the quote is. Well, that's good. Um, At least know. it's to do with that and not, like, you know, the decline of morality. Or no, something. no. Yeah. You don't that, want to be that guy. Just a no. bit from an old yeah. stand-up special. That... No, it's good. I've never really thought of a, of, of a box to tick but being quoted on Thought for the Day, but it definitely mm. counts. Mm. I've done Test Match Special. This is... Well all done. right, fantastic. <laughs> and Frank will be reading out his CV live yeah. all over the country. If you no, but there's, there's <laughs> some yeah, yeah. certain gigs you do that you do feel, oh, this is on my yeah. list yeah. of things one would like to do. This is it's like the uh, equivalent of the EGOT, you know, the, like the Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, and Tony. Oh, I didn't, I didn't know that. I thought there's that a, was uh, again. I thought that was from Return of the Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's a, there's a very small number of people who've done who've e- got an who've EGOT. Got an EGOT. Mm. But maybe all you need is Gardener's question time, yeah. and you can complete the set. Yeah, that was a good quote. No, I've never done Gardener's question time. It's true. Um, now, uh, it's not a hint. If you listen, anyone, <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't feel I could really contribute. To be honest, uh, I could talk about my spider bite. Anyway, he's <laughs> <laughs> very good. It's really like a spider's actual bite. It's very realistic. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> uh, we, I wanted to talk about Switzerland. <laughs> oh, not this again. <laughs> They'll I'm give not, the gold uh, back when they're yeah. good and ready. Yeah. <laughs> I, and I'm not making, I'm not making suggestions <laughs> to Frank. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. It's been hot news from Switzerland it's, it, uh, th- this week. That, uh, it's emerged this week that it's illegal to own just one pet goldfish in Switzerland. That what? Animal rights legislation brought in in 2008 uh, has deemed that fish are social animals mm. uh, and that they shouldn't live in isolation. So that if you, uh, you endeavour to own a goldfish, you have to have at least two so they don't get lonely. It's a lovely idea, actually. <laughs> I bet it's I bet it's a tax dodge, you know, in the Swiss. <laughs> <laughs> it's something to do, some misunderstanding of the gold reserves. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It means you are allowed to gold bullion yeah. fish. <laughs> Stockpiling your... Nazi goldfish. No, Swiss, it is Swiss. a nice idea. I remember yeah. listening to Radio One many years ago when it had um middle aged men hosting it. And um leave it. <laughs> and some woman um I, I suppose she must have phoned in or, I don't know, pigeon mm. something. And she said that 
She never put um, knives and forks in the same section in, in her drawer because she imagined they'd squabble during the <laughs> night. <laughs> and she knew they wouldn't on one level, mm. but on another level she could never quite shrug that off. And I, I know it's a bit more realistic than that, but the idea of, of a goldfish thinking, oh, great, I've got a mate coming in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, what's those beads hanging off the... Oh, do I get that? It's <laughs> <That's> disgusting. <laughs> I thought it was thought he had blinds fitted. <laughs> Frank Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. Well, six uh, nine seven like that, Frank. He said, "If I'm ever stupid enough to get married again, would Frank DJ at my reception?" Top tunes. Um, um, so, um, no, I wouldn't. Um, <laughs> I don't think I'd be very. I, I I've had a little go at DJing. At DJing. DJing, <laughs> and I did some of that what they call falling down the stairs, mm, which I hadn't done since my drinking days. <laughs> <laughs> it's when you don't quite mix them right and they sound a bit like they've crashed into each other. It's not as easy as it looks, DJ. <laughs> yeah. um, and we've got a message from 468. Frank, I'm obsessed with the cutlery drawer. I have to check it when my husband does the pots as I hate to see the different cutlery cohabiting in the wrong sections. Well, I hate to see that, but I don't think they're going to squabble. But my, um, my partner, she is a bit um, devil-may-care with the distribution of mm. knives, forks and spoons, and I don't like it. I'll, you know, I don't like it. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> well, I, what I normally say is, I don't like it! All right! <laughs> uh, but it's not worth falling out about. <laughs> Apparently it's not just goldfish this law applies to. We were talking about... Oh, no, that'd be the, ridiculous. That it's, um, <laughs> it's guinea pigs and budgies as well. You can't well. have an only child in Switzerland, apparently. <laughs> it's, um... You can, I don't know. <laughs> Um, I, I like they've got, dr I mean, fiercely draconian immigration policies, but very, they? very liberal... I didn't, know, I didn't know they did that. Mm. Um, 260 says, um, on the subject of budgies, and did we mention budgies before? We did, yes, we did. we did indeed. I have a budgie called Hamish. I've had him two years and it's very hard to get anything for him besides seeds and sand sheets because budgies have gone out of fashion. And even pets at home told me nobody has budgies anymore. He really? has had the same toys in his cage for months. It's really sad, Alexandra from Liverpool. No, that is, that's bad. It's a tale of sadness we've... There. Uh, see, I, someone sent in earlier and said uh, it should be a whatever happened to bodies, and mm. I just thought that now there's loads of bodies about, but maybe. Yeah. What about cuttlefish? Um, I guess they're, they're booming with all the budgies <laughs> out of the picture. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been great news for them. <laughs> it's, if, see, when they get to coal um, levels, mm. the bodgies will make their comeback. Yeah. They talk, don't they, as well, bodgies? Yeah, you know, they're the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> they should never be part of a heist <laughs> or a criminal. No, 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 I wouldn't do that with a thing like a canary. Canary different to budgies. And, but see, it, it is in the rule in Switzerland that you, got, you can't have one budgie. Yes, yes, that's right. that is. Yeah. But they love a mirror. That's what they love. Ah, that's they chat to a mirror why... for ages. Over <laughs> the, maybe they'd just chat to each other if there were two of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, I think they'd prefer... Presumably like reality a, TV stars, <laughs> they'd prefer a mirror yeah, to another it's, one. It's, presumably it's a tricky crime to, to, to bust if you've only got one goldfish. Yeah. It's a raid! It <laughs> is, yeah, would you find that out? Because even the d goldfish doesn't remember. Yeah. <laughs> 
No, that is a very good point. How would you find it? You'd need uh, uh, informers. Yeah. Just the, just the cat is, uh, is never like the goldfish, just, ha just having a quiet word with the fuzz. Cats, if you've got a cat in Switzerland, um, you either... Just to have nine tails. Either, no. <laughs> you have to either let it out so it can see other cats. No. Or really? if you're going to just keep it in the house, you have to have two cats. This is a bit <laughs> ironic, isn't it? Um, in the country that invented the cuckoo clock... <laughs> Perhaps the, mo the most notorious loner of the natural world, the, 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 the clock-dwelling cuckoo. Mm. Uh, what are they going to do about those? Going to be the cuckoo's them. clock. They should have two. <laughs> be two of them come out. One does the cook and one yeah, does the you. And then they keep, keep them in time, or they'll be lonely, and it'll be a terrible irony to it. That there are two of them, but one's out of sync. I think oh, they should come out. The other. They should be mounted. Well. That's quite close. <laughs> <laughs> as long as the top one keeps his head down <laughs> and they come out, there won't be a problem. This is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. Eight four zero has said um, we've been talking about um, how you have to have two goldfish, at least two goldfish in Switzerland. Otherwise, it's animal cruelty because mm. fish are social animals. You have um, to keep them together, obviously. Yeah. Presume. <laughs> <laughs> or give them good internet access. Yeah, so but if you had them in separate <laughs> rooms, could mm. you use that as a defence? Well, it depends whether... I mean, if they don't get on, I guess... Well, these two, look, I'll read you about this. 840 says, We had two fish, Matt and Kelsey. Unfortunately, Matt ate Kelsey and ruined our chances of ever moving to Switzerland. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I mean, uh, they needed to be separated. Maybe if, if they're glass tanks, I think uh, different rooms wouldn't work, but if they're in the same room, they could signal to one another. No, I don't know if they can do that. I'm not sure about... Are they telepathic goldfish? <laughs> How do they... Through the, through the tanks. <laughs> How do they communicate by touch, maybe? I don't know. I don't know. I suppose, I suppose thinking about the appearance of a goldfish, like one on its own, it, it's, it looks like it's in its own Guantanamo Bay jumpsuit already. Just yeah, the garb, the like natural in garb. So in solitary... But I always think of the slightly know-it-all goldfish in uh, The Cat in the Hat. And oh yes, and it does. He's a warrior. Yeah, exactly. I like that. Gold. I feel like that goldfish. I think of all child fiction that I've read, apart from maybe Eeyore, is the character I most feel connected to. Because <laughs> really? I know exactly how he feels. Oh, it's a. Nag. What are you doing, everybody? Stop it! We're going to get into trouble. Is it That's a exactly <laughs> how I feel. Well, he is in my mind. Because <laughs> uh, it's me in your, in your sexist mind. Uh -uh. Have you ever? Have you ever owned fish? Mind your own business. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've had, I've got one uh, nearly all the way to the bus stop in a plastic bag from the fair before it died. <laughs> I think they got them from a fish hospice at the fair. They were, they never seemed to last very long <laughs> they at were all. On the way. Yeah, I used to, I used to get get a priest to accompany it home. <laughs> so that's, I think that's the closest. Right, yeah, I've, yeah. Had, I've had, a, I've had one in a bag. I've never had one in a tank. Yeah, I, I got one from a fair once, and I thought I was doing the the right thing by I released it into a drain, thinking <laughs> thinking that I was helping. That's good, isn't it? Um, well, I, I now, now it. I've cleaned up the sewers <laughs> with yeah, my soap. Yeah, bits. Yeah. <laughs> like, where do goldfish live in nature? Because they're not like <laughs> it's not the sea, the sea, is it? They're not they the, sea. Live in the sea. No, There's some in um, 
There's some in Finding Nemo, aren't there? I don't think so, because they're not. They must be fresh water, because you don't put salt in, do you? It's sea 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 salt. You need it to no, be salty in the right. sea. Maybe they live in. But there. then, the river doesn't seem right, does it? Because how would they? Well, don't they grow quite big in in nature because they've not got a tank to restrict them? So no, in but... nature. <laughs> <laughs> Where is that? <laughs> I I went out with a woman who had um, fish of various kinds, like the tropicalis. And mm. um, I decided it would be a really good laugh to put some plastic fish in amongst them. Mm. <laughs> so I went to Camden Market and I bought about ten of these uh, little plastic fish. Mm. And uh, I put them in the tank and I was just waiting to see how much she noticed. Anyway, that I stayed the night, I'll be straight with you. And the next morning she got up to make breakfast and she said, oh, all the fish have died. <laughs> And I thought, no, she's seen the plastic ones, and yeah, that they. But no, they had all died. Oh my god! And there was obviously something quite toxic in the plastic <sighs> fish that had killed every. So she's. I said, look, I'll do it. I know it's upsetting. <laughs> yeah. So I had to get the uh, net, and there was some real fish and some plastic oh. fish. I mean, I mean, I feel terrible about it now, but you know what can I? Did you come clean, or did you? No, did I? Eckers lie. Blame Hopefully, she isn't listening to uh, oh, no. this. Not many people are. This is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. The thing is, though, like if you have to have more than one animal in a in a in a tank or cage, like. The, the problem is, is that if you can choose the person you live with, that's quite a nice thing to have. But if you can't choose the person you live with, like we had two um, Russian dwarf hamsters, and um, <laughs> <laughs> I wonder where that was going. Russian dwarf hamsters. Yeah. It's a type of hamster. No, I'm and sure. And they're small. They're minute. They're little. <laughs> they would <they're> really. <laughs> yeah. I thought they'd be massive. <laughs> and um, they wear big fur hats. <laughs> no, that, um, that's no, small. they don't. That's not true. Um, and, um, one of them, I think the mistake we got was we got, they're miniature hamsters, but we got a normal size cage with normal size gap between the bars. And one of the hamsters had clearly didn't like the other hamster or living with us. I don't know which it was, but he managed to get so far. He got his head through the cage yeah. bars, but then got, got stuck there. And in the morning he'd completely fallen asleep. Mm. And um, and my mum said he didn't like the other hamsters, so he went to live somewhere else. And um, like that's the problem, isn't it? That you might not like the person you're living with. Yeah, yeah. hell is other hamsters. <laughs> yeah, I mean you got to say it's not a new idea, is it? Animals two by two. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's been it has been done before quite successfully, mm. really. <laughs> like if I you... don't remember, I suppose the goldfish <laughs> didn't. They said. When Noah said to them, do you want to eat? They said, no, you're all right. Yeah. No, but they're fresh water, so maybe fresh water... It was rain, fish. though. It was rain, so it was it was the know, water it down would, the salt. There some salt, but then what about the salt What fish? happened then? Did the, did the freshwater creatures and the sea creatures all mix up together because the rain sort of diluted it into a, into a semi-saline solution? I think there would have had to have been an aquarium on the ark for the freshwater fish. Don't be ridiculous. It's <laughs> the most, <laughs> most far-fetched thing I've ever heard in my life. But if... Right, if I was going to put you in a tank... 
Yeah. And you can either be there by yourself, or I will put in a person that you are not allowed to choose, just a, a person I will choose. Could it be Linda Lusardi? No, you're not allowed to choose <laughs> okay. the person who it is. Okay. Would you rather be by yourself... Or would you like what's in the mystery box? I think I'd like to be uh, by myself, please. Fine, I quite okay. like being by myself in, mm. a, in a tank, yeah. especially. I, think I remember when we invaded Hungary in 56. <laughs> I was on my own in a tank. Man, I had the best time. <laughs> well, it's like they're called, I mean, they're isolation tanks for a reason. Oh, yeah. If it was a company mm. tank. I find it I've become more, more and more as I've got older and more isolated, l- solitary, lone wolf. Mm. How about wolf? What about if you keep a wolf in Switzerland? <laughs> yeah. You can't have a lone wolf. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely ridiculous. Draconian. That's what it is. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Did I tell you I'm going to uh, Harry Potter today, to the world oh, premiere? Oh, that's exciting. The new play? The new play, yeah. Oh. Very exciting. That, got, um, got ticket in pocket. Is, is Buzz coming? Or is, is, he, <coughs> is he old enough to enjoy no. it? Too scary. No, yeah, too scary, too scary for a four-year-old, I think. It'll probably run long enough for him to be able to go to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm guessing. Um, um, what Joe- else? Joe Strahan has said on Twitter, I was told Noah had lots of different goldfish, koi, etc., in layers on his boat, and this was the first multi-storey car park. Uh, so maybe that's what no, I was explained to him. No, that should be carp that he Carp had. park. Then it would have yes, been a, a carp arc. A car park. Maybe that's where <laughs> it yeah. comes from. My dad brought a cat back from the pub once. In the days when men always brought things back from the <laughs> pub, things like scallions... Little seedlings, and hmm. he bought the what first time scallion? scallions like an onion thing. It's oh. just all st- weird stuff. Um, he bought a cat back. I remember he brought it into the house, and he, he, we had lace curtains, as everyone did at the time, and it ran up the curtains <laughs> and it held on. <laughs> <laughs> it sort of used the, like, the little holes in the lace curtains as a climbing frame. And it got to the top and it, it clung on and then it did a sort of an Errol Flynn thing where it, it steadily slid down, <laughs> tearing the curtains into shreds with its claws. Those are the dice. Wow, so, and Harry Potter, is that, um, it's a new story, is it? Yes, it is a new story. Wow. The Cursed Child. Wow. Mm-hmm. And it's in the future. Well, it's in the future because it doesn't start till uh, two o'clock. Absolute, absolute. Absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I went to see um, the BFG. Oh, yes. The movie of the BFG. Good. And I'm a big Spielberg fan, so, and I like the book, Late Review, really good book. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, really good, yeah, really good film. Excellent. I really liked it. Um, I went with Ethan, because he's seven, and yes. he's a bit old for Elijah. Because it's a bit scary. These are Gareth's kids. These are my children, yeah. yes. Um, and Elijah isn't quite ready for the cinema. We took him to see one and he was like, he just kept saying, this is boring, really what, loudly. What was it? It was Zootopia. Was oh. it Zootropolis? One of those things, right, I, yeah. and he was not. Right, I, I thought. Think. I thought when you said this is what you were going to say, it was like it was. It's the lives of others, or some <laughs> yeah. really. <laughs> <coughs> yeah, the remains of the dead. <laughs> he hated it. <laughs> I, I, my, I was in a restaurant with my. I was in, in a restaurant with my son recently, 
and he refused to stop doing the falsetto bit from <laughs> The Lion Sleeps Tonight <laughs> to the point where I had to take wow. him out the restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> so he just kept doing... And I said, just wow. stop it. Every, could you just stop everybody's... And it, it'd be a slow pause. <laughs> you had to take him a whim away. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so, um, and I, I was, I was sensible. I wore, even though it was quite a warm summer's day, I wore my big Parker drinks in the pocket. Because oh, Ethan yeah. can't have sugary drink, like, that's too sugary, the soft drinks. He'll yeah. go absolutely mad. So yeah, I had yeah. two big drinks it's too in the pocket. too orangey for crows, as well, if I yeah. remember rightly. And, um, but then I was really sucked in because they had really good merchandise for the BFG. So for the drinks, you could buy, like, a jar like the dream jars that he keeps the dreams in. I don't, I don't know the BFG. Do you not know well the BFG? To, I, I can, oh, I, it's a wonderful tale. Um, <laughs> oh, lovely. <laughs> there's, um, there's big giants that are going into places and eating big children. Giants. Yes, bad, big to. bad giants. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the really big, and then the so BFG. Gets, well, let me get this right. There's small dwarf hamsters <laughs> and big giant. <laughs> or the big up. friendly giant. Yeah. Is there a need for the big? Well, I think it's good to establish what BFG stands for. <laughs> or it just sounds like he's a very, very big giant. <laughs> well, because, and also, in the story, there's, um, <laughs> In the story, there's bigger giants. Oh, are there? So, really, he's the slightly smaller friendly well, I giant. that must happen with giants. Well, that's, that's why you need the extra letters, because the, the bigger giants is just the BGs. And going around <laughs> yeah. eating children, and, that. <laughs> and um, and the bad the bad giants are going and eating children, and then the big friendly giant he just kidna kidnaps a child and doesn't eat her. Okay. That's the story, and then he it's all relative. Of course, crime. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the weird thing is, is the BFG really looks my, like my father-in-law. <laughs> yeah, and like he's from Hampshire, he so tall? he's got a bit of a voice, like an accent, a bit like the BFG. Yeah, and he's got my wife's family have quite big ears. Oh, how tall is he? Um, I just realised. I thought you were wearing uh, <laughs> headphones, but it turns out you are. He's no, how he's tall not, is he? No, he's not. He's normal height. But, oh, okay. You know, he is like the BFG, in other not the size. He's uh, not big, but he is friendly. My um. My son looks like a celebrity. Or you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um... <laughs> look, um, thank you so much for listening uh, this morning. Thank you to uh, Steve and Gareth, eh? The boys, the lads, yeah. the fellas, the chaps. Eh? No tea. Geezers. Geezers. Brap, brap. I don't know if I'm <laughs> Turned out to be Peter Beansley saying geezers over and over. I don't know why. Um, yes, Daniel Perry is uh, coming up next. And thanks for listening. If the good Lord spares us and the creeks don't rise, we'll be back again this time next week. Now get out. The Frank Skinner Show on Absolute Radio. Back Saturday morning from 8. Tune in live for the full Frank experience. Absolute Radio.